Hi, I'm Adam Phillips, and I love comics. Sure, I love superhero comics, but I also love comics that are funny, or romantic, or educational, or even kind of filthy. Some have been around for decades, but I have a special place in my heart for the ones that came and went in the blink of an eye. We call them one-shots, and some of them you may have heard of, while others might make you ask, why? This is One-Shot Wonders. Hi everybody, we'll return to Spider-Man's amazing educational adventures soon, but right now we're going to turn our attention to the mundane. My friend Scott McCloud once called this comic terrific, charming, and very well done. Cartoonist Chester Brown called it great, brilliant, and hilarious. It's a quintessentially Canadian comic starring a hero who is unerringly polite and striving to be, well, heroic. I'm talking about Dishman, who starred in the one-shot The Mundane Adventures of Dishman, published by Eclipse Comics in September 1988. Dishman first appeared in 1985 in a mini-comic by cartoonist John McLeod, no relation to Scott. The early 1980s saw a boom in comics on several levels, including the birth of new independent comics publishers like First and Pacific, and the black-and-white comics boom from publishers like Eclipse and Fantagraphics. There was also a real hurricane of mini-comics created and published by individual cartoonists, myself included. Most of these mini-comics were written and drawn by a single person. They would measure about three by four inches, the size of a quarter of a regular sheet of paper, and they'd usually run about 16 pages. You would draw the story, paste the pages onto an 8.5 by 11 sheet of paper, run down to the copy store, make some photocopies on whatever colored paper you like, collate, fold, staple, and trim the pages, and voila, you have a mini-comic. Then all you have to do is figure out how to sell them. A few notable mini-comics creators include Adrian Tomenet, Matt Fazell, Jessica Abel, Jeffrey Brown, Steve Willis, and Julie Doucette. These creators, like John McLeod, had their work collected into bigger comics by publishers with better distribution. So who is Dishman? He's unassuming, mild-mannered even, high school teacher Paul Mahler, whose set of radioactive fiestaware dishes has gifted him with incredible superpowers. Yes, it is true, some colors of classic fiestaware were slightly radioactive. The pre-1972 dishware had ceramic glaze that sometimes included uranium. Paul discovers that he can clean dishes, pots, and pans with just a wave of his hands, including returning everything to the cabinets where they belong. The catch is that his power works only on dirty dishes and nothing else. His fiancée, Joy, finds the power disturbing, but Paul has ideas about putting his gift to good use. He designs a costume and adopts the name Dishman, then goes out on patrol. Unfortunately, he doesn't find any crime to fight, which might be a good thing, because Paul doesn't seem to have thought about how exactly dish-cleaning powers would work against someone carrying an actual weapon. Nevertheless, he's determined to find some way to help, and he ends up running into a bunch of kids who can't decide if he's a wiener or a real hero. He also meets a drunk hanging out in front of an apartment building, and he says he's got a sink full of dishes upstairs, which gives Dishman a chance to shine. After giving up on finding any real action, 
Paul has to remind himself that he did move to this town because of its low crime rate. The everyday is an important part of this comic. One of the funniest pages involves Paul's first attempt to put on his dishman costume, which turns out to be an ordeal. He then leaves home without his keys or wallet, preventing him from taking the bus back home again or getting back into his place. Becoming dishman also puts a strain on his relationship, as his fiancée doesn't take his request to not tell anybody about his new powers very seriously. Within days, the school is buzzing with weird rumors about Mr. Mahler's supposed superpowers. Not only that, but to get his costume made, Paul has to dip into the money he and Joy were saving for their honeymoon. The art falls squarely in the Hernandez Brothers' school, focusing on the everyday with clean line work, cross-hatching, and deep shadows. As for the action, the cover says it all. It shows Dishman waiting for a bus, standing near a trash can, a newspaper vending machine, and a window for a kitchenware store. The cover blurb says, Unfathomable new powers have Dishman's fragile romance all washed up. Not a single punch is thrown in this comic. The only thing that comes close to violence is an argument, and a couple of teenagers who yell at Dishman when they see him patrolling the streets of their town. The comic avoids most superhero cliches, although one chapter does begin with captions labeled The Dishman Diary, like something out of The Punisher War Journal. Somehow I missed Dishman when it was first published in 1988, which is a shame, because it's really my kind of comic. It's funny, but not zany. Realistic, but still ridiculous. The characters experience more anxiety than anything else, and it's the situations that are funny, not the people. As I've said before in my Defenders Dialogue podcast, I'm a sucker for the mundane, and comics don't get much mundaner than this. As John McLeod himself says in an interview with Mel Taylor, I never exactly thought of Dishman as a superhero satire. I felt like it wasn't so much that I was satirizing superheroes, but more like treating them as rigidly realistic as I could. I gave them the opportunity to satirize themselves if people wanted to read it that way. I wasn't trying to say that superheroes are ridiculous. I just wanted to say they weren't realistic. This one-shot collected the first six Dishman mini-comics as part of Eclipse Comics' 10th anniversary year. And now is a great time to talk about Dishman because John McLeod is currently crowdfunding a hardcover collection of all the Dishman stories. You can find the link at McLeod's Twitter feed. The book will include all 10 of the original Dishman mini-comics, plus a couple of stories that appeared online in 2018. Be sure to check it out. Thanks for listening to One-Shot Wonders. I'll be back next week with another One-Shot comic. Meanwhile, hit the subscribe button, leave me a review, tell your friends, and go buy some comics.